happy March 12th, y'all. This is the show all about the southeast of the United States of America. This is y'all, the show called y'all, the feeling and sentiment called y'all. I'm John Raw. Good to have you here on this Tuesday edition of the All Southern Program. If you want to connect to us here, our number is 803 803- 816-1170. That's the number you can call or text anytime you feel like it. 803-816-1170. You can also reach us here anytime on the Y'all Show on our website. It's y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. Also want to let you know on Twitter, you can find us at Y'all Show. On Instagram, we are at Y'all Show. So many ways for you to be able to connect to us, and we want you to do that here as we are the show that is all about the South coming up on this Tuesday edition of the All Southern Program. Hey, stay tuned. In the next segment, as we roll on through the headlines of today's show, we actually have something fun to tell you about the Queen of Rock and Roll And it's kind of something I was able to enjoy on Monday, and I'll tell you about it here as we start off our next segment of the headlines of today's Y'all Show. And we've got plenty of headlines coming your way in just a second. We also have, toward the end of the hour, information on politics in the South, including some comments President Trump made on Monday about daylight savings time. Is the president in favor of that? Also, we've got Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan. He posted a video Monday about the sick outs that have been, that have been happening to teachers in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And we'll play a portion of the video from Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan in our political spotlight coming up at the end of hour one. When we move to hour two of today's Y'all Show, we've got sports lanyap. We've got news from the NFL. The Honey Badger is on the move. We'll tell you where this former LSU defensive playmaker is going to be suiting up in the NFL this fall. We also have other football-related news, including on the college football front. The Texas Longhorns have to fire one of the program's most famous faces from an assistant position on the Texas football staff. We'll tell you about that. We also have plenty of college basketball news. Another team from the South punched its ticket to March Madness Monday evening. We'll tell you about the winner of the Southern Conference, plus other good news coming from college basketball. We'll even tell you some of the national seeds for women's college college basketball as that was announced we have all that coming up in sports lanyap and then as we wrap up today's show we'll go to the barrister of bodacious barbecue matt hermans will be our very special guest and i don't know what that old boy is going to be talking about today but if it's matt hermans and it's barbecue you know it's going to be good and we'll have the barbecue barrister on in hour two here on the show that broadcast each and every day a dose of dixie greatness And if you're lucky enough to pick us up on one of the great radio stations in the South that carry y'all, thank y'all for tuning us in. And if you're getting us via the iTunes podcast, that's a great way to get the show. Whether you listen to us on a radio station or not, you can always go to iTunes and search for y'all show and you'll see every show we've done almost 200 shows strong. Now you'll be able to easily click and download each of our shows free of charge. And you can also share it with your friends and family. The perfect St. Patrick's Day present is to share y'all and the all the shows that we've done some great guests and we've got more great guests 
coming, I promise you. In fact, tomorrow on the Y'all Show, we'll have Precious Harris stop by with the Country Music Report, and we've got more of the CRS tapes to roll out for you. That's where we were in Nashville a few weeks back for the Country Radio Seminar. I've still got some really good interviews coming up. In fact, I've added to my country music repertoire. We've got an interview coming up with country music legend Lacey J. Dalton. You know her from the hit 16th Avenue and Black Coffee. And we're going to track down Lacey J. Dalton, this country music icon of the 1980s who had duets with Willie Nelson and more. And we'll get this country music hit maker on the show here in the coming days, Lacey J. Dalton. So we're we're covering it all. In fact, I want to go ahead and give you a programming note. This is kind of a spring break time of year right now for a lot of y'all. So we're going to do some spring break related programming here on the Y'all Show. If you're one of our radio listeners, I'm going to go ahead and let you know on Friday of this week, we will not be having a Y'all Show distributed. So we will be preempted on stations out there that carry our show. No Y'all Show this Friday. And there's a very strong chance that some, if not all of our shows next week, we will not be producing original content and there's a good reason for that i'm going to be at a conference in daytona beach florida it's the southeast tourism conference and i'll be interviewing a lot of tourism officials and frankly i'm going to be doing so many interviews and hobnobbing with tourism people from throughout dixie i'm not sure when i'm going to be able to actually put together a, a complete show i'm going to be doing interviews that will i'll be sprinkling in throughout the coming weeks here on the y'all show but if time permits and see when you go to a conference they got something called an agenda and i have not even looked at the agenda yet so if i'm in a hotel room bored i will be able to crank out shows no problem but if they've got us on a busy schedule i don't know what i'm going to do so just be prepared next week you may have to wing it without original y'all shows if we have a very heavy agenda I just don't know yet. I got to look at the agenda for the conference. And don't laugh at me. I know if you're a business person, you've gone to these kind of conventions and programs for whatever business you're in. And I bet you a lot of times you've had no clue of what's going to be going on at the convention because a lot of times they mix in party and pleasure with the actual business of why you're going to these conventions. And let's face it. It's in Daytona Beach. It's March. And if it's going to be a nice atmosphere there in Daytona, I may just be tempted to do more partying than producing the y'all show. And I know that's a terrible thing to say. But again, guarantee you, if you're listening to us on the radio right now, we will have encore episodes if indeed I do put the beach over the y'all show for a few days. But a lot of you are going on spring break either this week or next week, maybe later toward April we wish you all a great couple of weeks of, of spring break. I know in Alabama they have AEA, Alabama Education Association Week, where the entire state shuts down. I don't know when that is this year. It could be this week. I know other states, they do it differently. There ought to be a standard, actually, for every state. I do like that about Alabama. I think if you're in public schools in Alabama, you all have the same spring break in fact i think their colleges in alabama have the same week off and it really is kind of like a holiday in alabama the entire week of spring break but other states literally do it differently and every district within a school within a county even they have their own different plans and schedules and such so it's it's kind of it gets confusing i guess the people that are in areas where you go on spring break the destins of the world or the uh, on the Atlantic coast, people might go to Myrtle Beach this time of year. I guess they do like stacking up spring breaks in different weeks, so they're not all trying to come the exact same week. But other than that, hey, 
it's kind of confusing, especially if you're making plans. And I feel sorry for anybody who has kids who maybe one kid goes to this school and another kid might be going to another school for whatever reason, and they don't have the same spring break calendar. That's got to be tough. And I guess it also goes back to Christmas time with the Christmas break. But that is the pleasure of having kids and having the, the fun of, of working that out. So regardless, get ready for spring break if you haven't gone already and enjoy the y'all show take it with you when you're on the beach whether you're in panama city or you're over in atlanta or not atlanta some of you do go to atlanta on spring break if you go to tybee island or somewhere down in florida on spring break on the atlantic side of things take y'all with you and listen to it right there on the beach get you some rays and listen to john rawl and the y'all show starting a look at headlines today and we start in the state of mississippi in the mississippi delta town of leland right beside greenville mississippi a 25 year old woman has been arrested after two of her three children drowned when she left them in a locked car and then it rolled into a creek this is according to authorities there in washington county georgia Leland, Mississippi police charged Janaea Monique Payne on Monday with two counts of negligent homicide and one of child neglect after the weekend deaths. Investigators said that she left the children for five or ten minutes while she went into a convenience store on Saturday. And then two-year-old Raylan Johnson was rescued that day as Payne's SUV floated downstream. Four-year-old Steve Smith and one-year-old Rasheed Johnson Jr. drowned in the vehicle, according to Leland, Mississippi police chief marcus davis but two of her children dying there in leland mississippi and i I know she didn't mean for this to happen and again she left them in a locked car and then that car somehow rolled into a creek when she went into a convenience store what a terrible thing there in the mississippi delta with the deaths of these two children and this woman now facing charges janaea monique Payne. sad story coming from the florida panhandle and yet another death we can attribute to hurricane michael this is a terrible story a high school baseball coach there in the florida panhandle Corey crum and his wife shana crum were both killed when they were electrocuted while installing a new scoreboard at a florida baseball field and he was the coach there and in liberty county in florida the sheriff confirmed monday that 39 year old Corey crum and his 41-year-old wife, Shana, they died Sunday afternoon in Bristol, Florida. Their 14-year-old son was injured and is expected to recover. Coach Crum was operating a boom lift and unloading a piece of equipment from a trailer when the boom of the lift made contact with overhead power lines, and this electrified the boom lift and electrocuted Coach Crum and his wife also died. They were a coach there at Liberty County High School, in florida and the coach there killed and his wife also dying in this electrocution all because a new scoreboard was being erected there the scoreboard was evidently blown away during hurricane michael so we keep the family of the crumbs in our thoughts and prayers and all those in liberty county florida at liberty county high school the sheriff's office said team members were taken to the gym where grief counselors of the high school baseball team were available but a tough 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 deal there in the state of florida a 12 million dollar award after a funeral home lost a woman's cremated remains and the daughter of this alabama woman whose cremated remains were lost by this funeral home has been awarded the 12 million dollar award this happened at the Pinecrest funeral home in mobile they lost the remains of a woman there and the mother was cecile howard taylor gardner 
and her daughter, Shelly Hood, has sued and won $12 million. Although the woman died back in 2011, court documents show that Hood first inquired about the remains in 2015 and was repeatedly told by management that they would be found. However, in 2016, the company's general manager told Hood that the remains hadn't been located and no record existed of their whereabouts. Hood filed a lawsuit in 2017, and the funeral home now has lost in court. And the woman, the daughter of the woman who died, Shelly Hood, being awarded $12 million after the funeral home lost her mother's cremated remains. A woman was killed when a rock was dropped from a Temple, Texas overpass. Temple police are asking for the public's help in identifying a suspect in the Saturday night incident on I-35 that fatally injured Kayla Ruby Flores. The 33-year-old Waco woman died Sunday morning at a Temple, Texas hospital. She was in the front passenger seat of a car driven by her boyfriend, and the boyfriend told police that they were returning to Waco from Austin with Flores' three children in the back seat when a rock the size of a football smashed through the windshield and it killed Miss Flores. And they're looking for someone who dropped a rock from a railroad overpass and it went through the windshield of this car. And what a terrible tragedy there. I know that I sometimes see an episode of Cops where some kids up in Chicago were throwing rocks at cars there in that area. And these were like pebble-sized rocks. But it's a dangerous thing. It's even dangerous when you're going down the road and a rock flies off from a car in front of you, even if it's a penny-sized rock. It's, it is quite scary and can lead you to swerve and, and try to avoid the breaking of the windshield and such. And, and here that looks like someone was maliciously trying to hurt people there in Texas. In Tuscaloosa, Alabama, police there say a man is charged with kidnapping and accused of pretending to be an Uber driver to pick up a university student who was found unconscious in the back seat of his car. Tuscaloosa police investigators found multiple images of at least one other college-age female who appeared unconscious in the vehicle, and court records show 61-year-old Tommy Beard was released last week on a first-degree kidnapping charge. Court records don't list an attorney for him. The man picked up a 22-year-old woman about uh, near the University of Alabama campus, driving her about seven miles away, and a deputy noticed a car alongside the road and stopped to investigate, which led to this man's arrest back on March 2nd. But the 61-year-old fake Uber driver, Tommy Beard, now facing all kinds of charges in Tuscaloosa again after he had pictures of unconscious women, and now he's being He's being prosecuted for that there in Tuscaloosa County, Alabama. The daughter of Fidel Castro will be in Big Orange Country, Alina Fernandez. She's the daughter of the former Cuban dictator, and she's going to give a speech at the University of Tennessee today. She will relive her first-person account of growing up in Cuba and the many changes affecting the country today and in the future. And she's been able to witness a with a unique vision, not only of her father and how the country changed after the revolution, but of Cuba's rapidly changing climate right now and the tremendous potential for a better life in the island country for everyone. Tonight's speech takes place in the Student Unit Student Union Auditorium on the University of Tennessee's campus in Knoxville, set to begin at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It's free and open to the public. Alina Fernandez, daughter of the late Cuban dictator Fidel Castro on Rocky Top tonight. 
Officials in Lauderdale County, Tennessee, are remembering the deaths of folks who died 30 years ago back in April of 1989 when the Hatchie Bridge collapsed in West Tennessee. This is a bridge on U.S. 51, and eight people died in this horrible tragedy in April of 1989, and the mayor there is remembering that, the mayor of Lauderdale County. Five vehicles went into the river and eight people killed as a result of the collapse. And the officials there on the 30-year anniversary of that coming up soon, issuing a proclamation remembering the lives lost in April of 1989. We have more headlines coming up here after the break, including after the break, we'll tell you about a lady who grew up not far from Lauderdale County, Tennessee. All that coming up on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern Accent. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair, but cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.
That's what we call an 80s great. And that the singer there who had a whole bunch of songs that were huge hits in her career, that would be Anna Mae Bullock singing. But you might know her better as Tina Turner, the pride of Nutbush, Tennessee. And on Monday, yours truly, John Rawl, host of the Y'all Show, traveled on the Tina Turner Highway. That is the road that goes right through Nutbush in West Tennessee. It connects Ripley, Tennessee to Brownsville, Tennessee, the county seat of Haywood County and the home county of one Tina Turner. Nutbush is an unincorporated community in Haywood County. It's got a population right around 260 or so, and they'd love to get Tina back living there in this area that's pretty strong on growing cotton. But Tina, well, she's she's been living for a long time in Die Schweiz, which is Switzerland. She's living in Kuznacht near Zurich in Switzerland, Tina Turner is now 79 years old, or should I say years young, married to Erwin Bach, who I believe is a Swiss national. And I don't know how much she gets back to America or even to Nutbush, but that was one of her great songs there. What's love got to do with it from the 80s and one of her more recent hits, if you go back 30 years or so for tina turner and it was good to ride on that tina turner highway on monday and look forward to getting back there and so many great musical talents come from the state of tennessee and all the other great southern singers from our other southern states beside the volunteer state we we got it all that's why the south is so special because of people like tina turner or should i say miss bullock sad news on the celebrity front from houston texas the 42 year old daughter of george foreman has died Frida George Foreman, who was the heavyweight champion's daughter and briefly was a boxer herself, was found dead the other day at the age of 42. The Harris County Sheriff's Office said yesterday that emergency crews found her on Friday. The Sheriff's Office says that its investigators also responded and preliminary indications were that Foreman's death was a suicide. But the medical examiner's office will make the final determination. George Foreman tweeted Sunday night, first Sunday in 42 years without my Frida. She's with her maker now. He said when she told him she wanted to box, he told her to get a degree first, and she did. Frida Foreman, she was a boxer briefly. She was five foot one, and her career spanned 17 months back in 2000 and 2001. Frida Foreman, the, the daughter of George Foreman, dead at the age of 42. More celebrity news. This comes from Florida and a guy who's known throughout the world for his UFC stardom, Conor McGregor. He was arrested in the Sunshine State Monday for allegedly smashing a fan's phone outside a hotel in Miami Beach. And the 30-year-old UFC star was booked and charged with strong-arm robbery and criminal mischief, according to a police report. The UFC fighter was charged after he allegedly smashed a fan's phone around 5 in the morning outside at the Fountain Blue Miami Beach Hotel, according to the arrest report. Police said the fan tried to take a picture of McGregor with his phone, and the fighter slapped the victim's phone out of his hand, causing it to fall to the floor. The mixed martial arts fighter then stomped on the victim's phone several times, damaging it, according to the report. At the point, McGregor allegedly picked up the phone and walked away with it. The fan told investigators the phone cost $1,000, and the Irish UFC star is being held on a $12,000 bond at the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center in Miami. Well, 
Perhaps McGregor has learned a lesson you need to control your emotions and you don't need to steal someone's cell phone, if indeed that's exactly what happened. But that's what's been reported coming from Miami, Florida. Conor McGregor going to the jail for acting like a maniac. A woman has won a $150,000 lottery after she played the same numbers 30 times. Now, why didn't I think of that? Congratulations to Richmond, Virginia's Deborah Brown after she played the number four sequence 30 times on a dollar lottery ticket and luck be a lady. Yeah, it's this lady. And she found herself with a six-figure payout after playing the same four number uh, sequence on 30 different lottery tickets. The Richmond woman said she kept seeing the numbers 1031 throughout the day. And she's decided to stop at a gas station in Chesterfield County, Virginia, to purchase 20 of the dollar pick four tickets on February 11th. And she went by the gas station later and picked up 10 more tickets with the same numbers. Later that day, much to her surprise, 1031 was read out as the winning sequence. And she netted a $150,000 check from the Virginia lottery. 1031 was her lucky sequence. What is your lucky sequence? Well, I hope you win. I hope we all win. Wouldn't it be great if we just could sit back and count our Benjamins while listening to the Y'all Show? More celebrity information to pass along to you. Y'all know who Harper Lee is? Of course you do. The famous author of To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, she is being inducted into the Alabama Women's Hall of Fame at Judson College in Marion, Alabama this week. And congrats to the late writer. And that is good news there for in 1956 as a Christmas gift. Michael and Joy Brown gave Lee a year of financial support so she could quit her airlines job and work on her novel. And we know it now as To Kill a Mockingbird. I wonder how much the Browns got back for their generous gift back in 56. I mean, that is a standard. I had no idea that Harper Lee was an airline uh, a stewardess i guess i don't know what she was she was a recluse if you know anything about her after her stardom she essentially disappeared from public life but a classic american literature author nelly harper lee from alabama being inducted into the alabama women's hall of fame at judson college in the Yellowhammer state congratulations more headlines from the south this comes from the big easy a landmark restaurant there, Jeans Po'boys, is going to be selling out. The owner says he's just tired, and he's deciding to sell after decades of serving po'boy sandwiches. And he's got a listing agent that's trying to get, I think it's a $4.9 million asking price for this daiquiri and sandwich business just off the tourist area in downtown New Orleans. The shop, which has been open for 50 years is a two-story building at 1040 Elysian Fields Avenue, and it's Jeans, Po' Boys, and Daiquiri Shop. So if you've got nearly 50, uh, well, it's going to be about a $5 million asking price. If you got a little $5 million gift, maybe you need to play the Virginia Lottery, you can go buy this property. It's quite noticeable, Jeans, Po' Boys. It's pink. It's the classic New Orleans look, a pink building, and they've sold daiquiris and po' boys, for 50 years, but unfortunately, it looks like they may just be closing down. For $5 million, I think I might be closing down, too. More news from the Big Easy. 
The Museum of the Southern Jewish Experience is set to open in 2020. It was operating at a tiny Jewish summer camp outside Utica, Mississippi, but closed back in 2012. And the museum in 2020 will again welcome visitors, this time from inside a newly renovated building on Howard Avenue in New Orleans. Renovations are currently underway to convert the century-old four-story building at 818 Howard Avenue in the Warehouse District of New Orleans into a new home for the, again, Southern Jewish Experience. This is a museum, and it will also serve as luxury apartments. The museum will occupy the bottom two floors, while the apartments will go to on the top floor. So that's pretty cool. I had no idea there was a Museum of Southern Jewish Experience in Utica, Mississippi in the past. And they had a, a Jewish summer camp in Utica, Mississippi. I don't really know where that is. And I claim to be an expert on Mississippi. But we have a lot of Southern Jewish citizens. And we say to all y'all Jewish listeners right now of the Y'all Show, Shalom, y'all. <laughs> Mazel tov, y'all. And uh, whatever else, uh, the funny things they say. But yeah, we, you know, Jews have been part of the South since the South's, I guess, first settlers, at least from across the pond, came this way and have been integral members of many of our southern communities and have fought in wars and and just blended in and it's kind of funny sometimes when you you're you're so used to in the south if you're a gentile like me usually most southern people that get most people who are jewish that get on television frankly i think are from the northeast that's constantly who they're identifying as rabbis and such but we got southern jews and we're proud of them we like to hear them get on tv from time to time i know steve cohen is a congressman from memphis and he's a southern jew and it's kind of funny to hear him talking in new york you, you just have to think about his fellow jews from up north that they sit there and say who is that redneck there's no way that steve cohen's really jewish but he is and we've had other ones i know eric Cantor was another congressman from virginia he was a republican and he got he got ousted a couple of years ago but we we have them in all walks of life and I can't wait to check that out when I'm in New Orleans. The Museum of the Southern Jewish Experience set to open in 2020 in New Orleans. More stories coming from the South. Hey, it's National Girl Scout Day today. Hello and happy National Girl Scout Day to you. And I bring this up because the Girl Scouts do a wonderful job with youth across the country. And unlike the Boy Scouts, they're all about girls. And kudos to you, Girl Scouts, for being in support of the girls. Now, what is the connection to Girl Scouts and the South? Well, it goes back to the founder of the Girl Scouts of America, Juliet Gordon Lowe, the pride of Savannah, Georgia. She was born in the port city in 1860 and died in savannah at the age of 66 in 1927 there's a museum in savannah dedicated to her and the girl scouts and her birthday october 31st is celebrated by the girl scouts as founders day juliet gordon lowe chances are if you've been a brownie or girl scout somewhere in your history you know all about juliet gordon lowe one of the south's great ladies and she was inspired by the work of Lord Baden-Powell, the founder of the Boy Scouts over in Great Britain. And she helped form the Girl Guide movement and, and ended up bringing that to the U.S. in the early 1900s. And the Girl Scouts owe their existence to the South's own Juliet Gordon Lowe. And we remember her on this National Girl Scout Day today. I think I'm going to go get me a couple of Girl Scout cookies now in celebration. When we come back on The Y'all Show with John Rawl, we've got our political spotlight, and we're going to hear the governor of the Commonwealth of Kentucky when we come back. 
He's got something to say about all these darn sick outs that teachers in the Commonwealth of Kentucky have been having. That is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. Right now, get your first month supply for free. All you pay is just $5 for your medical consultation when you go to 4hems.com slash play. After that, it's just 30 bucks for a month's supply. Sure beats paying big bucks for just one blue pill, doesn't it? Plus, you won't need an awkward in-person doctor's appointment to get the prescription. Hims has doctors online who can prescribe the medication, and a pharmacy sends it right to your door. It's affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To get your first order for just five bucks, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com slash play. That's 4hems.com slash play for your first month for just five bucks. 4hems.com slash play. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolate. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh my sh- Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music get up to 500 gigabits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. But a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And, well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and, even for me, ways to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started, but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. It is y'all, Y apostrophe A L L, 
And this is the show about the South. And I'm John Rawl. Our website, theallnewyall.com. Log on now and find out about all kind of cool events going on around the South. We've got recipes on there. We've got links to the Y'all Show. We're getting more and more content on there each and every hour. Go to y'all.com. Find Y'all on Facebook. Search for Y'all Magazine and you'll see it. We've got the stories from the website posted to the Facebook page now and like us on Facebook. We want to grow our audience exponentially here in the coming days. This is the show and the whole movement about the South, and we're glad that you're part of it here on y'all. Well, we start out this segment with our Southern political spotlight, and we begin in the Commonwealth of Kentucky on in, in Frankfort, the state capital of Kentucky on Monday. Well, Governor Matt Bevin of Kentucky He's had enough of sick outs. He put a Facebook video up called Sick of Sick Outs. And in the video, Bevin says that students' lives are being disrupted by a handful of people who are putting their own interest ahead of the kids. He actually went and called out the teachers union in the Louisville area, saying that they are reloading sick days into the accounts of teachers so they can call in sick when they're not sick. And Bevan, as I said, he's sick of sick outs. And he says a lot of Kentuckians feel the same way. And right now here on the Y'all Show, I went and found Governor Bevan's comments on Facebook. And, well, let's let the governor, we'll let him speak for himself here. If you're a Kentuckian, you know what he's talking about. Perhaps maybe you side with him or perhaps you side with the teachers. I know the teachers union is not very happy about this. But here's Governor Matt Bevan of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Hi, this is Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan. I want to speak briefly to something that has been very topical, and I think parents across Kentucky are very appropriately uh, getting a little weary of, and that is the idea of pretending to be sick when you're not sick, and doing this at the expense of the very students that public education is intended to serve. This is about the students, and it should be about the students, not about what's in the best interest of the KEA, or any of these other groups that want to attract attention and resources and power to themselves. This is about the teachers themselves and their ability to do the job of educating kids, because at the end of the day, this is about the kids. The idea that we would be calling in sick, anybody, and doing it at the expense of kids, including testing for ACTs and and prep for this, The ability for kids whose livelihoods as they head into post-secondary worlds are dependent on what's happening now, being disrupted because of the handful of people who are putting their own interests ahead of the kids, this is just not acceptable. It really isn't. shouldn't be acceptable to anyone. And the fact that the teachers union in Jefferson County, for example, is pretending that they're not supporting this, but meanwhile are reloading sick day hours into the accounts of teachers so that they can call in sick when they're not sick, walk out on the students when they're not sick, pretend to be doing this for the students when it's not, and then the teachers union pretending, ah, we're not really supportive of this, oh, but don't worry, we'll make you whole and give you some more sick days. This is the kind of stuff that the taxpayers of Kentucky, which is those of you watching this, you should be offended by this. You really should be. And if you're parents whose kids are in school, as I am, you should be offended by this. We have a responsibility to take care of our young people. We just do. It's as simple as that. This isn't that controversial. It shouldn't be. There's no proposals at all other than to actually take care of the obligations we have. 
to our pension, among other things, that anybody should be concerned about. There's no reason to be walking out on students, leaving students in the lurch, hurting them and their parents and the many businesses in Kentucky that are affected by this. Governor Matt Bevin of Kentucky, he's getting ready for another election here soon, but right now he's trying to gather support against these sick outs. He's sick of sick outs. And that was the video that he put up on Monday. That was the audio from that video where he's calling out teachers unions because these teachers in Kentucky are calling in sick, disrupting the handful of people, disrupting the lives of these students, putting their own interest, according to the governor, ahead of the kids. And the governor went out there on Monday in his Frankfurt office and put that out there. Now, Governor Bevin's a Republican. The President of the United States is a Republican as well. In fact, Bevin has oftentimes gone to the White House and met with President Trump. Well, President Trump just might be kind of gathering steam for a, a movement, a new movement. It's no, it's, it's not a whole new wall, and it's not about, well, the other issues that he's been championing throughout the last four years now that he's been in political, the spotlight at least, of running for president and being elected. You know, he's called for building a wall, and he's called for, let's see, tariffs, the whole tariff thing with China and more. But he actually just might be able to kind of latch on to this thing, and it might stick. And that is, on Monday, he tweeted that making daylight saving time permanent is okay with me. <laughs> and there's a lot of states that are actually considering making daylight saving time the the time all the time the reason congress used the daylight saving time it went go it goes back a hundred years to world war one and after the u.s joined world war ii they changed this to save energy but it, it it's become in some states i know in florida i think it's set to to be daylight savings time all the time and that's a state that's got two different time zones right now with the central time and the panhandle and, of course, the eastern time and the rest of the state. But a lot of states kind of get tired of this whole moving around. And wouldn't it be nice if perhaps all of us were all springing forward year-round and and, and say the heck with energy? <laughs> if that was the reason for keeping daylight savings time for more sunlight and such, I think most people are okay with springing forward year-round that's what the president said he said it was okay with him so we got another thing for him to promote besides a wall or whatever else the mood of the day is north carolina's back in the news again over transgender rights the state was sued once again the new lawsuit comes amid unresolved litigation over north carolina's so-called bathroom bill and the law that replaced it and north carolina suing over its mistreatment of transgender people as state employees argue that their health plan violated federal law by dropping coverage of medically necessary procedures. And this file suit filed Monday in Durham, North Carolina, argues the health plan for state employees violates federal health and education laws as well as constitutional rights by refusing to pay for hormone treatments and surgeries that it once covered. The treatments prescribed by doctors to treat gender dysphoria are described as life-saving by five current or former state employees, along with two transgender dependents who are suing. Of course, North Carolina was kind of the ground zero for transgender issues as a lawsuit came up mixed uh, North Carolina's 2016 bathroom bill, 
which sent uh, the whole, it seemed like the whole country's media outlets kind of waged a media war against North Carolina, and there were protests, and the All-Star game was moved out of North Carolina, and the NCAA tournament was moved out of North Carolina. But once again, North Carolina in the news over a transgender rights issue. In Florida, the governor there, Ron DeSantis, is cleaning house and he's bucking status quo to make the state great again. That's according to Fox News. As DeSantis, the new governor of Florida, took over after he beat Andrew Gillum, the mayor of Tallahassee, in a very, very close contest. Since his January 8th inauguration, DeSantis has done far more than rearrange the gubernatorial furniture. He's led a burst of pro-market, limited government reforms that are making Florida even greater. Most significantly, DeSantis replaced three Florida Supreme Court justices who were required to retire at age 75. The governor of Florida has also summoned the chiefs of 23 professional licensing boards to Orlando to discuss and to debate and to debate regulations that can be targeted for immediate elimination. So, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who won in a squeaker back in November, he's making noise, making a lot of changes, perhaps for the better, for the residents of the Sunshine State. More news from the state of Florida, as patients could be able to legally smoke medical marijuana by the end of next week, as Florida lawmakers, well, they are appearing to be on track to lift the ban on smokable medical marijuana as early as tomorrow, two days earlier than the Friday deadline set by Ron DeSantis. Bill sponsors and advocates say the legislation will bring Florida's medical marijuana program closer in line with what voters approved back in 2016. But again, in Florida, smokable medical marijuana set for passage in the state as early as this week. So maybe there's a lot of people heading to Florida right now. And finally, in our political spotlight, Lawmakers in South Carolina, they actually might get sued over social media blocking. A lawyer for the South Carolina House of Representatives is recommending representatives stop blocking anyone on their social media pages who have not harassed or threatened them. The Columbia, South Carolina newspaper, The State, reports attorney Michael Arnzelimo told legislators at a recent House Republican caucus meeting if they don't unblock people, they may face a free speech lawsuit they will have to fight on their own. Recent lawsuits have found that social media pages deserve the same free speech protection as a 20th century town hall meeting. And a state representative, Neil Collins, recently was sent a letter threatening to sue if he doesn't unblock people on his social media. The easily South Carolina Republican says he blocked people who lied about his record. Collins said at a physical meeting he could stop harassment or prevent someone from taking over. But interesting social media and a new age, new digital age argument going on there in the halls of the state government in Columbia, South Carolina. Well, that will conclude our political spotlight, and it will also wrap hour one of this first of two hours of y'all greatness. Hang on, we've got the second hour of y'all coming right up. Don't you go anywhere.
This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier. Had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec. It's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light. Noise and the Ad Council. Hour two of the Tuesday Y'all Show with John Rawl. Good to have you back here as we're going to have our sports land yap in just a second. Also, coming up in just a few minutes here on the All Southern program, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue will be filing his report. Matt Hermans is coming on. You do not want to miss it, and you do not want to miss out on connecting with us here on the All Southern Program. Our number is 803-816-1170. Text us. Call us. Send us a carrier pigeon. We'll take anything you got here. 803-816-1170. Coming up here, we've got Matt Hermans, but tomorrow we'll have our ACC Spotlight. Oh, it's ACC Tournament time now this weekend. And you you got to admit, even if you're an SEC homer, that ACC Basketball Tournament is kind of the granddaddy of them all when it comes to college basketball tournament. And we'll get Jonathan Lifehite's take on who's going to win the ACC Tourney this year. Is it going to be Duke? Is it going to be UVA? Is someone going to come out of nowhere like a Clemson and win the darn thing and, and punch their ticket to March Madness? All that will be discussed in our ACC Spotlight on Wednesday. Plus, we'll get any kind of football news we can out of the old boy. 
all that in the first hour of Wednesday's show. And then tomorrow, in our second hour, Precious Harris and the Nashville Music Line will be filed. You'll get the latest on the entertainment side of Nashville and Music City coming up in the Wednesday, y'all, second hour. So all kind of goodness coming up. And, of course, we'll have our SEC Spotlight on Thursday. Speaking of Nashville, the SEC, they're having their men's basketball tournament right at Bridgestone Arena on Lower Broadway in Nashville, Tennessee. And I was just in Nashville on Friday and saw all the banners up along Broadway and right at the Nashville Music City Center. And what's going? it's going to be a wonderful host site this year, the SEC Men's Basketball Tournament. So make your way. I think the first game start tomorrow. And those are like your worst teams in the conference this year. And then it's going to keep on going until Sunday with the championship game. But it's basketball tournament time this week for the big boys of college basketball. We already know from, well, we already know from some other things. In fact, I'm going to tell you here in a second, some teams that punched their ticket last night. We got some teams set to punch their ticket tonight to March Madness. So all that ahead on the Thursday y'all show. But again, we'll start it out with ACC Wednesday, then we'll move to SEC on thursday well let's not hold you back let's get into the sports including in this sports land yap today i'll mix in some college basketball but we'll start off with a little football news if you're a fan of the jacksonville jaguars uh and we don't have too many fans here in the south for the jags but hey it could be getting a lot better in duval county if nick Foles agrees to what's been reported nick Foles, the former philadelphia eagles quarterback he's set to sign an $88 million contract with the Jags, $50 million of which is guaranteed. That is according to sources. So that will make him a big-time, big-time quarterback in the NFL if indeed he can do this. Now, I was impressed with Bortles, uh, with, with Foles last year. Of course, he was coming off the year that he had been the Super Bowl MVP back in the 2017 season, 2018 season. He came on after injury and i thought the eagles really were going to be back in the super bowl for goodness sake they they did a good job there toward the end of the season after kind of a rough start but if he indeed gets the 50.125 million dollars it's the largest amount of guaranteed money in franchise history for the jacksonville jaguars and the jaguars are expected to release their longtime quarterback blake bortles once Foles officially signed. So Bortles will move on perhaps if this goes through. And I know some Jags fans are okay with that. But uh, Nick Foles perhaps suiting up in the teal and black and gold of the Jacksonville Jaguars for an $88 million package, $50 million of which guaranteed. I think we might have all gone into the wrong business here. If you're not a $50 million NFL quarterback, you're, you're kind of behind the times. Hey, this is not a bad figure here for a defensive playmaker. Teron Matthew, the former LSU star, the former Honey Badger. Well, I guess I guess he still goes by Honey Badger. Uh, you don't hear that name sent out that much about him anymore. But Matthew, the former Houston Texans safety, I know he played for the Arizona Cardinals for a long time. He intends to sign a three-year, $42 million deal with the Kansas City Chiefs, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. He's 26 years old, and he joined the Texans on a one-year, $7 million deal last year after he was released by the Cardinals just before the start of the new NFL year. He was drafted by the Cards back in 2013. But Matthew, the Honey Badger, perhaps suiting up for KC, three-year, $42 million. That's 
that's a pretty good deal, especially when I just told you that he only had a one-year, $7 million deal last year heading into the one-year contract with Houston and now kind of making, what, double that amount over the course of three years if I guess it all works out for the Honey Badger. What a great name. (laughs) That guy should have won the Heisman. Uh, He did a great job as a defensive playmaker for LSU several years ago, and, man, the marketing was just so good with a Honey Badger and LSU. Former Florida head football coach and former Ohio State football coach Urban Myers in the news as the coach who's just stepped down this year as the coach of Ohio State after announcing his retirement from the Buckeyes. Fox has announced it has hired Urban Meyer as one of the analysts for its retooled college football pregame show, and Urban Meyer will join Brady Quinn, Reggie Bush, Matt Leonard, and Rob Stone on a one-hour show on Fox for their college football coverage. Of course, Urban Meyer won natties at Florida and at Ohio State, and he retired last season after eight years in charge of Ohio State. He worked for ESPN as an analyst back in 2010 after leaving Florida and before going to Columbus to take over the Buckeyes. But Ohio State, the former coach there and the coach of the Florida Gators, Urban Meyer, in the broadcast booth for Fox. And we all just cannot wait for the start of college football. And I'll watch Urban Meyer all day long on a TV set. I just don't want him coaching in the freaking Big Ten for Ohio State. I thought he did Florida wrong. He he left Florida because of health reasons. And he did sit out, I think, that one year and was on TV. But then he ended up, I just told you, he coached Ohio State for eight years, led them to a national championship. And I thought that he would have been a lot better at Florida that whole time or another SEC school or some other good Southern school. I, I would have accepted Coach Meyer going to an ACC school like Georgia Tech. He had a daughter that actually played, I think it was volleyball, for the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. How about that? Bringing the Urban Meyer ACC connection out to you on today's Y'all Show. We'll go to the Big 12 for this next story. And a guy who helped Texas win a national championship back in 2005, Vince Young, is in the news. And it's not for a good reason. As the former Texas, and then he went into the NFL and was a QB for the Tennessee Titans. Well, he has had a second drunken driving arrest Within three years, he was arrested back on February 4th. And because of that, and because of other reasons, Coach Tom Herman of the Texas Longhorns, he's had to fire Vince Young from his part-time role as a development officer for poor performance. He fired him for poor performance and often being absent from work or not in touch with his supervisors. Hey, Vince Young, you got to learn how to be a coach if you're going to be a coach. And he evidently was kind of marching to his own drum beat in Austin and on the 40 acres. Coach Tom Herman ain't putting up with it. And, of course, it doesn't help when Vince Young gets arrested for his second drunken driving arrest within three years back on February 4th. Young said he will fight that drunk driving charge, but he's out as an assistant with the Texas football program. And, again, I don't think this was a job where he would have been on the field but he had been he had a, he was getting $50,000 a year for this job but he's been fired he's been sent packing and he'll have to find some other means of employment i thought he was really didn't you think also if you follow college football and or nfl he really underperformed in the nfl he had a chance to take over a tennessee titans team for a long time 
and it just didn't work out for him. Maybe his greatest football came in that last quarter of that national championship game against USC back in 2005 at the Rose Bowl. I know he had helped lead the Horns to that national championship game, but that was a one of the greatest national championship games we've ever seen when Texas, in my opinion, really pulled an upset over USC. Remember, that was a dynasty with Matt Leinart and others there in Southern Cal and Texas went into their own backyard there at the Rose Bowl and pulled out that big win in 2005. And now the star of that, not doing, not, not good for Vince Young. And again, if you're a Titans fan, you're sitting there thinking, see, we could have predicted that one. More news from the 40 acres as an offensive lineman for the Texas football program. Patrick Hudson, he's going to retire from football, according to Tom Herman. Hudson, who signed with the Longhorns back in 2016, was hospitalized in September after a heat illness, suffered during practice, and did not play for the remainder of the 2018 season. He's going to remain part of our program, according to Tom Herman. And this followed the the Longhorns' first spring practice of 2019. And the coach noted that Hudson will move into a player development role and will also assist team trainers during practices. Hudson was an Under Armour All-American coming out of Sillsby, Texas High School, and was the number 56 overall recruit back in the ESPN 300 of 2016. He was with the Longhorn football program for three years, redshirting in 2016 and playing in two games in 2017 before an injury cut his season short. But moving away from playing and now into this other role. It's a scary thing. I have a youngster. I don't know if you have kids, but I would love for my kid to be a football superstar one day. Most of us would love that. But it is so scary out there from the concussion standpoint to as this kid had a problem with heat illness and all the other aspects of football. It's, it's a violent sport. I may have told you here on this show before, I've talked to players who, who were, were football stars in college who say today if they had a kid they would not let that kid play football i've, I've actually heard nfl stars say the same thing I, I, I it's a great game there's no doubt about it but it is a you cannot deny that football at any level can be very violent extremely violent in some cases i know they've made a lot of changes but here's a kid who has so much in front of him patrick hudson an offensive lineman we don't often think of linemen as having all these injuries, but actually I think it's offensive linemen that have more concussion-related problems than any other position. And here Mr. Hudson saying, I'm out of here. I'm retiring from football. Even though I might be at the peak of my athletic ability, no more football for this Longhorn. More news from the college football front. Wisconsin quarterback Alex Hornibrook has announced that he's going to transfer to Florida State. Hornibrook, who started the past three seasons for Wisconsin, has another year of eligibility remaining. And last month, Hornibrook said he would transfer from Wisconsin after he graduates from business school in May. So this means he is eligible to play for the Knowles immediately. And he made his decision to join FSU in an Instagram post over the weekend. He was doing the tomahawk chop alongside the head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. I guess they were in Tallahassee for this big announcement. But a grad transfer for Willie Taggart in FSU. Hornerbrook was 26 and 6 as Wisconsin's starter. In nine games in 2018, Hornerbrook completed nearly 60% of his passes, 
and he passed for 1,532 yards and 13 touchdowns. Oh, by the way, he had 11 interceptions last year. But this is a huge pickup for Coach Taggart and the Knowles, who really didn't even have an experienced quarterback coming into this season. So Alex Hornibrook, the new quarterback, it appears, for the Florida State Seminoles. Now to basketball and Duke's center. We've been telling you about their star player from South Carolina, Zion Williamson, who's had his own injuries following that shoe blowout a couple of weeks ago. But the center for Mike Krzyzewski's team, Marcus Bolden, he's going to miss the ACC tournament this week. Coach K has confirmed this. Bolden was hurt just minutes into Duke's loss the other day to North Carolina. And Coach K said after the game, that he had suffered an MCL sprain. Coach Krzyzewski confirmed Bolden would be out of action for at least a week in the Duke basketball report released Monday on the university's website. And he said, there's no way Marcus will be ready for the ACC tournament. Whatever grade the sprain is, he's not going to be well in one week. Then we'll see. He's a junior, and he entered the UNC game over the weekend, averaging six points and 4.8 rebounds per game. Coach K also reiterated that Duke should have Zion Williamson ready for the conference tournament after the four, after the star freshman missed the past five games with a knee sprain. So you're getting Williamson back, it appears, if you're a Blue Devil fan, but Bolden, he's going to be sitting out with this injury on the ACC tournament week news from the Blue Devils. Duke, by the way, dropped a spot in the latest AP poll. We'll tell you what that is in just a sec. Looking at the new AP Top 25 for college basketball, that team out of Spokane still continues to lead college basketball. Gonzaga, they're number one. But Charlottesville, Virginia's UVA Cavaliers, they're at number two and in a solid position there in the AP Top 25 poll. North Carolina is at number three. UK, the Wildcats, move up to number four in the latest poll. Duke comes in at number five. Congratulations to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. They won their first ever Big 12 title, regular season that is. And the Red Raiders sit at number seven in the latest AP poll. The Tennessee Volunteers dropped a couple of spots. They are number eight in the latest AP Top 25. The SEC regular champion LSU Tigers are sitting at number nine in the latest poll. The Houston Cougars, winners of the AAC, they are at 11 in the latest poll. The ACC's Florida State Seminoles, they moved up two in the latest AP poll. They are at number 12. The Virginia Tech Hokies are at 16 in the latest poll. And you have the Walford Terriers of the Southern Conference. Walford is number 20. They moved up a couple spots in the latest poll. Maryland from the Big Ten, they are at 21. The Auburn Tigers moved up four after that big win over Tennessee. Bruce Pearl's team checks in at number 22 in the latest AP Top 25. Others receiving votes, and I'm only telling you this because we're about to get to the unveiling of the March Madness Tournament. UCF is bubbling under the Top 25. VCU also there. So these are teams no doubt should be in the March Madness in the field of 68 teams. You have VCU, UCF, Mississippi State is right there in the rankings. Also, Murray State of the OVC, the champs of the OVC. Louisville, the Cardinals expected to make it. You also have Clemson is right there on the bubble, but they're just a couple of heartbeats away from getting into the top 25. So, some good news from that standpoint. If you've got a team that you love dearly and you're hoping that come Sunday you'll be in the big dance, very good chance if you're one of those teams 
I just rattled off. Now, going to Monday's college basketball action, congratulations to the Wofford Terriers. Wofford ends up winning the Southern Conference Men's Championship over UNC Greensboro in Asheville. Wofford won 70-58, to and they're the latest team to punch their ticket into the big dance. Wofford, by the way, number 20 in the country, and the Terriers from Spartanburg, South Carolina, their record is 29-4, and and one of their big wins this year, a convincing win, was over the South Carolina Gamecocks in Columbia. So Wofford's had a darn good season, perhaps the best season they've ever had, and they won over a very good UNC Greensboro team. In fact, I saw a expert on ESPN, Paul Sabin, who works at ESPN Analytics. He put this out. With the win, BPI projects that Wofford will most likely be a five or six seed in the NCAA t- tournament. BPI still gives UNC Greensboro a 60% chance of an at-large bid due to its resume highlighted by its SOR, strength of something, rank of 30 entering today, whatever that SOR index is. But hey, good news if you're a fan of the UNC Greensboro Trojans or Spartans. What are they, the Spartans? Uh, I think they're the Spartans. You, I should know. UNCG out of the Southern Conference, Wofford out of the Southern Conference. I think you'll find, of course, Wofford is going in. They're the champion, and they're the 20th team in the country. I think you'll see UNCG also in there. They're led by a former North Carolina Tar Heel point guard that was famous about 10 years ago. So look for the UNCG guys to make it to the big dance. Now, from the women's college basketball perspective, hey, congratulations to some of these Southern teams that found out that they were either a number one or number two seed as the women's bracket got announced in the last 24 hours. The Mississippi State Bulldogs are a number one seed heading into March Madness, and they join Baylor, Notre Dame and UConn as number one seeds in women's college basketball. Of course, Notre Dame is your defending national champion of women's college basketball, and Notre Dame defeated Mississippi State in the championship game last year. I think this is the first time Mississippi State enters the March Madness as a number one seed, so that's a great feat for Coach Schaefer and the MSU women's team. As number two seeds in the women's basketball tournament, you've got Louisville and Oregon, also, you have Iowa and Stanford. So from the south, you don't really have any teams other than Louisville, I guess, would be a number two seed. But those number one seeds from the south are Mississippi State and Baylor. Of course, Notre Dame's in the ACC. We sort of claim the ACC uh, since Notre Dame is a member of that conference. But the Bears from Baylor and those Bulldogs from Starkville, Mississippi, your dominant team in the sec this year they won the regular season title they won the tournament in greenville south carolina over the weekend and coach schaefer has done an amazing job his bulldogs have played for the national championship two years in a row and have lost two heartbreakers they they lost to south carolina two years ago and they lost to notre dame last year is this the year the vic schaefer led mississippi state lady bulldogs get it done and bring a national championship to the state of Mississippi. By the way, the Magnolia State has never won an AP national championship in any major sport. Not Ole Miss, not Southern Miss, not Mississippi State. I know Ole Miss might want to claim a couple of national championships from back in the 60s with football, 
but none of those titles were from the Associated Press. They were all other polls. Probably accurate. I think Ole Miss probably was the national champion, but according to the Associated Press, they have never won a national championship. And Mississippi State, you've never come close to it, other than finishing as a runner-up in women's college basketball, and you had a Final Four basketball team back in the 90s, but you didn't get a number one when it was all said and done. And Lord knows your football team, other than the last couple of years, has been an embarrassment throughout its history. <laughs> you got to admit that. But boy, Coach Mullen, he brought a dynasty to Mississippi State. He made that team number one for several weeks five years ago. But unfortunately for Mississippi State fans, he's now in Gainesville. And we're not so sure if they're going to get back to the mountaintop like they were five years ago. But with Coach Moorhead, you got a shot if you'd like to ring a cowbell. Things are pretty good in Starkville. And you got a darn good basketball team on the women's side. You got a darn good team on the men's side. Mississippi State is going to go dancing. So is, well, I won't say they are for sure. There's a darn good chance that team in Oxford, the Mississippi Landsharks, which are coached by a former Mississippi State Bulldogs star on the hard court, Kermit Davis. That old Bulldog is now coaching the rival Landsharks and most people think they're going to make it to the big dance. So, hey, it's good times in the state of Mississippi, especially if you love those lady bulldogs. Well, that is all of our sports lanyap here on this Tuesday. When we come back, we've got the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue set to join us. It's Matt Hermans and old Matt's coming up next here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a down-home southern accent. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Uh, Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.
parking lot party each and every Tuesday when we're able to get the barrister of bodacious barbecue on the line. This is John Rawl. This is y'all talk with a southern accent. And we do have the barrister. And hey, we've got to stop playing Lee Bryce here for a minute. And let's play the fight song of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, your Big 12 college basketball champion, Texas Tech Red Raiders. Matt Hubens, you got your guns up? You know I do, John. You know I do. Wow. This first cool. time ever, right? They've won the Big 12 title? Yeah. Yeah, the last uh, last conference championship in, uh, in any conference would have been the Southwest Conference back in 1996. So it's been, a, it's been a while for sure. But, yeah, so the Big 12 started the next year and have not won it since then. So pretty big – Pretty good season, I'd say. Yes, and now I think I saw the standings where they technically are tied with Kansas. Is that right? Kansas State. Kansas yeah. State. They're technically tied with Kansas State, yeah. but did they beat them head to head or something like that? It's a shared, uh, ah. shared, shared title. So, uh, so there's technically two, two Big Twelve champs, and uh, that's Kansas State and Texas Tech. And uh, yeah, no tiebreaker, just same record, and uh, you know with the head-to-head, so it's, uh, yeah, two two champs, two champs, so see how that plays out in the tournament. And the coach of the Red Raiders up now for possibly the coach of the year in college basketball. I mean, I didn't see this coming. Has Texas Tech been building bit by bit each year, or was this a complete shock to even you? Uh, no, we, uh, uh, Tech went to the Elite Eight last year, had a okay. very good season, and have been, uh, had a few years kind of getting close to this point, but it is a surprise this year. I think the consensus was that they would finish seventh or eighth in the Big 12 conference, which uh, is a little bit, a little bit off looking back. I guess that kind of tells you what, you know, what preseason polls are, are worth, which is not much, but uh, yeah, this year's a little bit of a surprise, I think, because again, I guess you paid, paid attention to the preseason polls, and yeah, you expected them to finish seven or eight. Uh, in the league, but uh, I think Chris Beard would probably tell you he's not terribly surprised. Yeah, Chris Beard, the head coach of the Red Raiders. He was born in Marietta, Georgia. He's 46 years old, and how about this? I, I know you probably don't like the school, but I like the, the the degree that he got from said school. He's a graduate of the University of Texas in Austin, and he got a degree in kinesiology. I don't know too many people right. that studied that in college. Yeah, it's usually kind of one of those majors that goes along with being a uh, an athlete. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you see you see a lot of kinesiology majors on the uh, like the football team, for instance. But uh, yeah, I know he's a he's a Longhorn alum, and uh, you know, a little interesting thing to see play out is uh, the University of Texas not terribly happy with their uh, with their situation right now. So they uh, there's a lot of chatter that they may try to come after their their alum uh, residing there in Lubbock, so we'll have to see what happens there. 
All right. Well, it's March Madness. Big 12 tournament going on this weekend. And, of course, the real madness begins next week with the games going on in college basketball. And, again, Texas Tech. We'll go. Just we'll just go ahead and give them the title, Big 12 champ. We won't mention anything about a co-share, but a great job by the Red Raiders here on the hard court, and we wish them all the all the best here. Wiz, we talked to Matt Hermans here, the Big Twelve guy and a TTU alum, and well, we have him on to talk about a lot of things. In fact, Matt, we're going to talk barbecue with you. But while we're talking about the capital of the state of Texas, Austin, they just had something called South by Southwest there. I don't know how much you keep up with that, but I know when it started years ago, it seemed like more of a music festival and maybe some documentaries played there. But it's kind of evolved now, where all I'm hearing about it. It's it's a political thing, and all the Democratic candidates are going there. What's up with that? Yeah, I mean that's Austin. Um, for like you know, in a nutshell, that's just kind of Austin. So it, it has it's still a music deal, and it's still a you know what you I guess you call it an art uh, festival generally. But yeah, it has kind of turned into a uh, you know a uh, political thing as well i mean it's a it's a very fertile fertile ground for uh, people of that particular political persuasion to come and kind of get their uh, get their name out and uh throw some red meat out to the crowd which is you know very very typically um, austin uh so you know texas is a big place and urban areas are different rural areas and austin is kind of the headquarters for the, uh, you know that that kind of side of the political spectrum so it only makes sense that if you're going to try to kick off a, a campaign or if you're going to try to get some uh, grassroots support perfect place to be cool and you know kind of signal that you're uh, you're hip and with it and down with the cause is, is the south by southwest because you've got a captive audience there of a ton of folks so i mean from that from that angle from that particular persuasion it's uh it just makes a whole lot of sense and it's become more and more popular over the years so yeah it's uh it makes perfect sense if you know the city of austin and kind of how that is then it makes absolute sense to, to kick off a political campaign there if you want all right well matt sadly with all those political candidates uh, just about every single major democratic opponent has been in austin for the south by southwest i haven't seen anything leak out on social media of where they went down the street to stubbs barbecue or some other good austin area barbecue joint yeah i don't know well stubbs is stubbs is no longer uh around do so, what uh, yeah stubbs is, stubbs is closed down they uh they shut down a few years back so, uh, I mean, they were they were a legendary place. They even had their they sauces were. in in ro- grocery stores around the country. They still do, yeah. They oh. still do. There's there's still a Stubbs barbecue sauce, but Stubbs itself is uh, is no more. R.I.P. Stubbs. R.I.P. Stubbs. <laughs> That's crazy. I had no idea because they were seemed like the the number one place in Austin. Yeah, Austin is. Uh, it's transformed quite a bit. There's still some barbecue joints in Austin, uh, but no longer stuff. Stuff's kind of a throwback to here, you know, kind of an older Austin. It's kind of it was kind of a blues joint uh, with barbecue, and they did a Sunday brunch with uh, gospel music and things like that. I, I don't know if that's uh, really part of the scene down there anymore. That's, but that is kind of a throwback to an older Austin, I would say. 
Well, if they are indeed closed, which I don't want to dispute the barrister here on y'all, they still have a website called Stubbs Austin, and it says that they're located at 801 Red River Street. So uh, I won't be in Austin anytime soon, so I can't confirm or deny this, but they still have a website. Whether they're alive or dead, I don't know. I could have been fed some bad information from the local down there, honestly. I mean, my disclaimer is, I try to stay out of Austin, but I, I do have I do have family there, and uh, that's what I was told. So I could be fed some fake news. I hate to spread that. Well, if if they are indeed closed, well, they need to update their website because according to their official website, StubbsAustin.com, they have a lot of musical acts come through there. And let's just say, uh, Matt, to, not to embarrass you because you don't know your Austin barbecue joints, uh, they've got a bunch of acts scheduled to play there starting next week. So, hey. Maybe they are closed. We'll find out. But uh, good stuff. Well, uh, I know that I went there. I know I, w- I went there one time as a guest of a young lady named Miranda Lambert. She had a showcase in Austin, and they had that concert for her there in Austin at Stubbs. And man, what a cool place! And it's got a great stage and and a great menu there. Good Texas barbecue, but maybe not quite to the barbecue barristers liking especially if they're thinking about closing down for goodness sakes <laughs> well i could be like i say i'm i'm happy to be proven wrong in that situation and i'm happy to hear that stuff's still there it may be look i can't confirm it matt i just can't confirm it but they have a <laughs> website so i can't imagine that if they are indeed closed they'd still have an active website but hey who knows stubbs s-t-u-b-b just call me just call me brian williams yeah, Brian Williams of NBC or MSNBC, <laughs> the 11th hour with Matt Hermans. Hey, we've got more to talk about with the barbecue barrister. We'll talk about the barbecue joints that are not rest in peace. That's coming up next. Don't miss it. It's the final segment of this Tuesday. Y'all talk with a Southern accent. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hims makes it extra affordable. Right now, get your first month supply for free. All you pay is just $5 for your medical consultation when you go to 4hems.com slash play. After that, it's just 30 bucks for a month's supply. Sure beats paying big bucks for just one blue pill, doesn't it? Plus, you won't need an awkward in-person doctor's appointment to get the prescription. Hims has doctors online who can prescribe the medication, and a pharmacy sends it right to your door. It's affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To get your first order for just five bucks, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com slash play. That's 4hems.com slash play for your first month for just five bucks. 4hems.com slash play. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh gosh. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. 
Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Welcome back. It's the final segment here on this Tuesday edition of the All Southern Show. Don't forget, on tomorrow's, y'all, we'll have our ACC Spotlight. Jonathan Lifite will be dropping by with all the latest coming from the ACC Tournament in Charlotte this year. And I'm excited to see who will emerge as the conference champion of the Atlantic Coast Conference. We'll get Jonathan's take on that. And we'll also mix in a little college football talk about the ACC with Jonathan Lifite. All that on the Wednesday, y'all. Plus, we'll have our report from Nashville, Music City, USA, with Precious Harris. We're talking with the barbecue barrister, Matt Hearman's here on this Tuesday, y'all show. And hey, speaking of country music, it, Matt, when you're out grilling, is there a preferred music choice for you or maybe our listening audience? Is there something they need to know when they're grilling to, to surround them with some good sounds? Yeah, I think, uh, I think you gotta, it's very helpful to create kind of the right atmosphere around the barbecue pit. Uh, in my opinion, I like, uh, you know, I like to cook low and slow and, uh, kind of like my music low and slow. I like, uh, <laughs> I like, uh, country music. I like, uh, you know, some, uh, old school kind of Southern rock. And I really, I'm a big blues fan as well. So, uh, I like to keep it relaxed. I like to keep it. Uh, relatively slow and low. I know parking lot party. That's a pretty upbeat deal. Uh, you can't get you can't get it too you can't get too crazy. You can't get it too loud, too too banging uh, because you don't want to upset the meat. You got to keep it real relaxed. You got to real chilled out uh, and give the meat the right vibes. You know, I think it can pick up on that. Yeah, I, I know that. I guess you got to have if you're going to bring in lots of good sound around your barbecue cooking you, you better make sure you've got things kind of stabilized from an electrical standpoint and or you don't want the, the 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 speakers thumping so loud that your cue gets messed up right oh no no exactly you know they they say uh they say plants respond to music and uh, and uh, i think some scientists will tell you that play classical music to plants and they enjoy that and they'll grow you know i think the right kind of music, the right kind of tune, I think that can have a, an effect on the, uh, your meat when you're doing barbecue. Because you're really, you know, you're really just creating a, a masterpiece. You're, you're an artist during the period of time. So, you know, an artist needs his, his, uh, his vibe to be right. So, yeah, um, play the music, play the right kind of slow, slow tunes, and uh, keep it relaxed, keep it chill, and uh, your barbecue will appreciate it, I guarantee it. Well, there's plenty of good low, slow tunes coming from Music City, USA. And Mr. Hermans, I was in that area this past weekend. I attended a gumption conference in Franklin, Tennessee, which was kind of an all-Southern event. A lot of businesses represented there. 
One business located there was Honey Fire Barbecue, and they're located, speaking of country music, on Sawyer Brown Road in Nashville. Yes, the country music band Sawyer Brown, it they got their name from this road in Nashville, and this is in the Bellevue area of Nashville. And I enjoyed the cooking from Honey Fire Barbecue. They actually catered the lunch, but also the proprietor of that establishment actually spoke in front of the audience about his honey fire barbecue company and matt i want to ask you when he presented the lunch for all of us to eat and devour on saturday he cooked this whole pig and i mean whole and he he presented it when we came through the line to get our lunch the the head and the pig of the from the head to the tail were all right there and he had a he kind of had it cut <laughs> cut open and i'm sorry if yeah. you're if you're a vegetarian you would have gagged at seeing this and <laughs> if you had a heart you would have gagged so how often do you see an entire pig put out on display like what i saw this saturday uh yeah well i've i've seen it before uh you know Typically, when you do a what we what you call a suckling pig, which is uh, all that means is it's a very young pig that has not trans has not transitioned from nursing uh, mama pig to eating pig chow or whatever else. Um, typically, that's left whole and cooked on a uh, a spit, um, or I mean, you can cook it. Uh, don't have to put it on a spit, but a lot of times it is cooked over a kind of a rotating spit. Uh, whole head and all so uh yeah i've done a suckling pig before they're delicious and uh you know i guess it's not for the i guess it's not for the faint of heart but uh i always thought thought the uh the pig's face was kind of kind of cute kind of kind of delicious looking and uh somewhat inviting but uh, you know hey i guess that's a a barbecue uh i guess with that when you start looking at a, a whole pig and a pig's face that invites you to go ahead and eat the rest of them I think you've probably turned into a barbecue lunatic, and I'm happy to admit that I probably follow that category. <laughs> well, it was a cute-looking pig, but again, it was a dead <laughs> pig. It was a well-cooked pig. Now, is there a chance you could eat part of the pig, the head at least? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There okay. are there are people who would who would absolutely swear by the uh, the cheek or the jowl of the of the pig as being some of the, the best eating on the entire animal. Um, you know, the other part, and I've, I, I've had uh, pork cheeks before, and I've also had jowl before, and I can say that these, these are tasty pieces of meat uh, when they're cooked properly, almost a bacon-y type uh, feel to it, particularly the jowl. The other thing is, uh, you know, uh, the, the ears. Um, so if you've never, I can, I can tell you, I've had pig ears before in a couple different ways. Uh, the most recent I had in, in uh, close to your old stomping grounds in Charleston, I had uh, a pig ear taco at a place called Husk, which is kind of a famous restaurant. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so the ears uh, were smoked, and then they were sliced into thin strips and then deep fried, uh, which created kind of a crunchy, very, very good, uh, a crunchy texture, but a very meaty and porky flavor, almost like a... Uh, I like that red part of the bacon. If you like that red part of the bacon, if you imagine that being really, really crispy, that's kind of what, kind of what it was like. So, yeah, I mean the pigs, you know, the pigs' cheeks, the pigs' jowl, the pigs' ear. Um, 
There's also a famous place in Jackson, the Big Apple Inn, that makes a pig ear sandwich, which is uh, very famous. So, yeah, there's, you, can, you can tear into that pig's head and face if you want to, absolutely. Mm. Well, if you make it to Honey Fire anytime soon, Matt or anybody listening, here's a couple of their Honey Fire favorites, something called Southern Shine. It's hickory smoked pulled pork, fried green tomatoes, pimento cheese, and the signature candied bacon topped with Honey Fire's original sauce served on a toasted bun, and you get two sides, all that for twelve ninety five. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Oh, my goodness. Now, I was waiting. Yeah, they all. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. They also have something called Diablo Jones. It's hickory smoked pulled pork, creamy white queso, and deep fried jalapenos topped with a secret spicy habanero infused honey fire glaze served on a toasted bun. And you get two sides there. And they have that. That's twelve ninety five. Also, you have the Alabama Slammer hickory smoked pulled chicken. Plus the signature candied bacon topped with Honey Fire's original sauce and Honey Fire Alabama white sauce, all served on a toasted bun. That's thirteen ninety five. I guess they had to go down to Decatur, Alabama, and that cost an extra dollar to get that white sauce on there. Yeah, wow. Those all three of those uh, just say would eat all three. <laughs> and and here's the big one. They've got something on their menu, Matt, called Food Challenge. The Cletus, C-L-E-D-I-S, the Cletus, for $45.95, you can order the Cletus. And what is that, you ask? It's six pounds of layered honey fire goodness, one and a half pounds of French fries, uh, one and a half pounds of white queso mac and cheese, which I had that. It's awesome. One and a half pounds of smoked pulled pork, one and a half pounds of smoked pulled chicken, and it's all topped with the Honey Fire original sauce. And you can finish this monster along within 45 minutes. And if you do that, you'll receive a $50 Honey Fire barbecue gift card. And your picture on the HoneyFire.com website's wall of fame. All that for $45.95. That sounds like a better deal than what they've got at Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> it sounds like a heck of a deal. It also sounds like... Uh, I'm going to be looking on, the, you know, southwest.com to see what it costs to fly to Nashville. <laughs> well, uh, this, very sure. it's a good place at Honey Fire Barbecue. Honeyfire.com is the website. They have some T-shirts that I, I saw them wearing. It says, less hate, more barbecue, I think is what it says. It's Nashville's newest barbecue destination. The pit master there is Shane Nasby. And it's darn good from what I could tell. And I haven't been to the store, but at least on their catering, they do a great job. And I knew you would appreciate me bringing some of my own barbecue knowledge here on today's y'all show. What do you think of that? Oh, I love it. I, I, love, I was waiting for you to say something that didn't sound delicious, and I never heard it. So uh, I like all of it. And I, I would I would love to visit Honey Fire, no doubt about it. Yeah, Honey Fire, they've got a couple of sauces you can order online. Spicy Barbecue, the Alabama White Barbecue, the original Sweet Barbecue Sauce, and also the Honey Fire Habanero Infused Honey Sauce. And it looks like a great option there, again, from the founder and pitmaster, Shane Nasby. It's Honey Fire Barbecue. Matt, well, we have Honey Fired it up with you today, and I appreciate your time and look forward to catching up with you again on another Y'all episode. 
you know I will start the countdown, and I can't wait till we do it next time. All right. Matt Hermans, the barbecue barrister. Well, that will conclude our Tuesday, y'all. We'll be right back here for the Wednesday show tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the show that's all about the South. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer? An office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier, had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec, it's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.